How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Glad to have back Mr. Morris Pearl. He's chairman of the board of the Patriotic Millionaires. And previously, he was a managing director at BlackRock. They're one of the largest investment firms in the world. He worked on the Maiden Lane transactions and assessing the government's potential losses from the bailouts of Citibank and AIG. So who better to ask than Mr. Pearl and his fellow Patriotic Millionaires when it comes to Donald Trump saying, hey, I have you want, you want policy, you want specifics? Well, here you go. First it was immigration, and now taxes the latest donald trump's tax proposal mr pearl thank you for joining us rejoining us and welcome back to the program well thank you leslie it's great to be on your program um do you feel this is more of the same trickle-down nonsense that we have seen in the past not just from the reagan years but from so many republicans uh trying to put forth proposals uh that um our tax breaks basically for the wealthy and since you're one of those wealthy and i think it's uh, admirable that you don't want the rich to get richer that's exactly what donald trump's tax proposal would do correct well yeah to be honest in word yes i I do feel it's more of the same trickle-down economics He's proposing lowering lowering the tax rate on the top bracket from 39.6% down to 25%. That'll be a huge tax break for all the high-earning people here in America. And there's no possible way that that will somehow, some way, cause people to suddenly decide to spend more money and do more stuff and increase the economy enough to make up for the trillions of dollars that will cost us over years. Uh, Some would say, I think Grover Norquist had said that, you know, this is great. It even goes further than Congress. Does it? And does it go so much further than Congress that it becomes almost ridiculous and and obviously very beneficial to the man proposing it himself, Donald Trump? Well, yes, I think this goes further than in lowering taxes than any serious proposal I've seen in Congress anyway. And yes, it did be a huge tax savings to people like Donald Trump. One of the main things he wants to do is eliminate the federal estate tax. That's a tax that's only paid by roughly one quarter of one percent of the richest people who have to pay an estate tax when they die. That will save him billions of dollars because he, of course, has a billion-dollar estate he could leave to his children when he dies. But that would just shift the burden onto the middle class and the, and the uh, less wealthy for the um, for the all the estate, all the revenues will be given up by the government. He claims that it's the estate tax is unfair because it's taxing him on money he's already paid tax on. But that just isn't true. Much of his wealth and the wealth of other wealthy Americans is in the form of assets bought long ago that they still own when they die and have never paid capital capital gains tax on, because you only pay capital gains tax when you sell something. So what he's proposing, essentially, is that all of the real estate in Queens that he and his fathers bought years ago, that they be able to let their children inherit that and never, ever pay any tax on all the increase in value of it. And we just don't think that's right. So yeah, you, uh, as spokesperson and a member of uh, Mr. Pearl, the Patriotic Millionaires, so that we are clear before we talk about one aspect of his proposal that you do 
uh, like. Uh, you uh, firmly uh, reject the bulk of this proposed tax reform plan that Donald Trump has put forth, giving massive tax breaks to the rich and uh, not just the rich individuals, but corporations as well. Yes, I, I agree with that. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about one aspect of this tax proposal, of this tax policy proposed by Donald Trump, that Mr. Morris Pearl, chairman of the board of the Patriotic Millionaires, and his fellow PMers uh, agree with. And what is it? Hang tight. You'll find out more. Back with Mr. Morris Pearl, chairman of the board of the Patriotic Millionaires. Check out their website to see more and who else is on this great group, patrioticmillionaires.org. Follow them on Twitter at Patriotic Mills. Back after this. Chairman of the Board of the Patriotic Millionaires. Mr. Pearl, thank you for holding. Welcome back. Well, we talked uh, prior to the break about you and your fellow patriotic millionaires rejecting the bulk of Donald Trump's proposed tax reform, giving massive tax breaks to the wealthiest individuals and corporations in America. But correct me if I'm wrong. We've talked about this before. There is one small segment of Donald Trump's proposal that you and the other patriotic millionaires support, and that is an end to the carried interest tax loophole, allowing hedge fund managers to pay lower taxes than the majority of working class Americans. That's true. Yeah, that is one thing that um, maybe he's been listening to us. So that is one thing that we agree with in his plan is that hedge fund managers pay the same rates as as everyone else pays. The thing he's planning to do is make that rate 25 percent, whereas we think that the, we, the rates on the wealthiest should not be lowered and should remain at approximately where they are now at about 39.6%. So, effectively, he is lowering their taxes greatly from 39.6% to 25%, and the carried interest loophole is allowing many people to pay interests, pay tax rates around 20% now, so that would go up to 25% under his plan. So that is something we agree with in that one small segment of things. Are you surprised that within this proposal, the way the uh, bulk of it and the majority of it reads, that he would actually support an end to the carried interest tax loophole? And if so, what do you think is the motivation looking at this uh, economically as a plan that he's put forth in his run for the presidency? Well, of course, I don't read people's minds. So you I don't? don't? Oh, come on, Mr. Pearl. <laughs> but I've got to say his motivation is probably to pick up on something that other politicians have been talking about, and, oh, here's a loophole, hedge fund managers, the one group that nobody likes, let's pick on them, even though that would make it, it wouldn't make a huge amount of money, although, as I said the last time I was on your show, we agree that it's very important symbolically because it's such an egregious unfairness. So he thinks that, I assume, that he thinks that somehow that will make him look like the, the friend of the little guy, the friend of the middle class, by making this one unfairness go away, even though he's really lowering the taxes on the rich by a huge amount. Yes, and, uh, and obviously uh, willing to raise taxes, uh, you know, uh, on the very rich to help the middle class and, and, and pay for public investments. Not not what he's doing, as you know, he would claim or pretend. Uh, he's also pretending to be different from uh, very corporatist uh, Republicans, but his tax plan again 
is um, almost exactly mirroring, and like we talked about, you know, prior to the break, even going uh, a step further. Massive uh, tax cuts for rich people uh, like him. Uh, Does this disguise the enormous deficits and spending cuts that eventually uh, would fall on the middle class with this plan? Yeah, I mean, he claims that somehow by either getting rid of loopholes and deductions or by some other means of the economy just getting better, that tax revenues will make up for the massive decrease in the tax rates. But it's just not possible. The arithmetic just doesn't work. Even if all the deductions were gotten rid of, that would only account for something like 12 to 16 percent of people's income in the upper brackets. And that's not nearly enough to make up for reducing their tax rates by almost almost half, from 39.6% to 25%. So there's no possible way this will not result in just increased federal deficits. This is, uh, some people would say, voodoo economics. And when we look historically, as what has happened in the economy here in the United States historically, all available evidence shows clearly that tax cuts for the wealthy do not pay for themselves. So because you are a millionaire and one of the patriotic millionaires, and I'm not, most of the people listening are not, when you and a person like you and in your group of millionaires uh, gets a tax cut, honestly, is the first thing that any of you do heading up a corporation as CEOs of a company go right out and hire more workers? Is is that what, what you do? I would imagine not. And No. Uh, if, if I get a tax cut, what happens is that I have more money in my bank account than I used to or more money in my investment portfolio than I used to. I, I'm not going to spend more money. I basically spend what I feel like spending on restaurants, vacations, whatever. So if I get a tax cut, that will increase my investment portfolio by roughly the amount of the tax cut. However, if a less wealthy person gets a tax cut, and studies have, studies have shown this, most people when they get a tax cut, they spend the money yeah. because they don't have a lot of savings to begin with, and they pay their bills and are able to spend more money, which actually helps the business owners and the businesses where they buy stuff. So that's what helps the economy is people who are less wealthy and will have less productivity to save spending money. Uh, talk to us uh, that people understand, especially with someone in your position, uh, job creation. Job creation then, we could say, only happens if there's an increased demand for the products and services that your corporations put forth, which means that's only going to happen when the consumers of those products and, and services have the money to spend, not you, the producer. Exactly. If you ask a businessman what what can create, what can make him hire more people, almost any businessman will tell you the answer is more people wanting to buy my product. Any, almost any businessman will tell you if more people come into my stores or come into my office and want to buy more my product, I will need to hire more people and spend more money to meet the demand of those customers. That's the main thing which most business people want is more people wanting to buy their stuff, whatever it is they're selling, whether it's ice cream or shoes or whatever. If they can get more people to buy their things, they'll be able to produce more things and sell them. Is it fair to say then you don't need a tax cut and rather than a lower personal tax rate, you'd rather have a healthier economy? Because with a healthier oh. economy, oh, sure. you, you end up benefiting just as much, if not more so, than a tax cut, but even more so your business does. Sure, that's exactly what several of our members have said in our press releases. What we what will help us make more money for ourselves is if 
the American middle class is doing better and can spend more stuff and can spend more money. That's what will help me become richer in the long run. More than a tax cut, I'd want to have all the people who want to shop in my businesses get a tax cut. That's what will help me make money, not a tax cut for the rich that will simply increase their investment portfolios, but a tax cut for the financially challenged who will be buying stuff in our businesses. When we look at what happened with the Great Recession of 2008, Mr. Trump knows what happened. He and his businesses got hurt, as well as those that he would be benefiting, at least in the short term or temporarily, with some, if not uh, most, of these proposals in his his tax reform policy. Uh, Because the last time tax rates uh, were reduced for the highest incomes, we did end up in a recession back in 2008. Um, and, it, you know, you don't need to, you know, be a, a history buff to know this. You can find it out simply, you know, with Google. Uh, why would, again, uh, not just Donald Trump, but th- th- those in the Republican Party who have headed corporations or who are the beneficiaries of corporations, uh, you know, via checks that are given to their political campaigns, why would they want to go down this road when they saw what resulted in 2008 with this same action? Well, I honestly don't know. If you talk to people like the Chamber of Commerce people about what the priorities are, all of their priorities are things that Democratic Party wants to do and things that Republican Party is trying to prevent, things like the Export-Import Bank also. They're all – so I honestly don't know the answer to that. I think it might be not so much the facts of what policies our political leaders are trying to institute, but more the attitudes – there's some kind of an attitude that, oh, Donald Trump, he likes big business people. Oh, Barack Obama, he does not like big, big businesses and bankers. I think that it's almost this visceral emotional reaction and not even a reaction to how their policies will affect the businesses, in my opinion. I, I want to um, – uh, you may have seen it, I'm sure. If not, you heard about it, at least sound bites. Uh, Donald Trump has done many interviews, one of which was with Aaron Burnett, who I happen to like, uh, at CNN, even though I'm one of the only liberals and brunettes on Fox News Channel. Uh, but Aaron Burnett repeatedly asked Donald Trump in an interview on CNN how he's going to make up the shortfall after the taxes are lowered on virtually everyone, and that includes the wealthy. And he admitted that closing a few loopholes, very few, would not – fund the shortfall. So basically, he is reverting back specifically to that trickle-down adage that we have seen uh, that theory again and again and again not work. And what results, as we know, is is, uh, there is a a negative trickle-down to the middle and lower income families in this nation. Um, Yeah, I mean, I agree. That's exactly what um, George George H.W. Bush called voodoo economics so many years ago. Um, theory that making the rich richer will somehow help everyone. What do you think are some of the best ways to move the pendulum back and should uh, little by little? And should that be the conversation that all politicians are having left and right with regard to the economy, in your professional opinion? Well, we think that the things to do are to have a, a um, progressive tax policy, meaning the rich pay higher rates than the less rich, to continue keeping the estate tax, to raise the minimum wage, that will actually help the people of the highest um, likelihood of spending their money that they get, not of um, saving it. And those are the kinds of policies we think will help to alleviate the the, uh, sort of scary levels of inequality that we're starting to see in our country. When 
we look at those politicians out there, we've heard what Donald Trump is proposing. Is there anything else? And I'm not, I'm not asking. I know Patriotic Millionaires is an organization that certainly could come out and back um, a candidate. And I'm not asking that, so don't misunderstand. Um, but is there someone out there who's saying some of what you like to hear? And, and I say that because obviously Bernie Sanders is saying something entirely different than Donald Trump, as we would think he would, being a self-professed uh, socialist and certainly running on the Democratic ticket. But is there anybody out there that is closer to, to the mark, even if it's somebody on the right? Well, I mean, I haven't, frankly, studied every one of every one of the you know twenty people that are running for president. Um, but speaking personally for myself, I don't think it's any secret that I support candidates on the Democratic side. I think both Secretary Clinton and Senator Sanders are supporting policies which are more helping the middle class and more alleviating inequality instead of making it worse. And with regard to the carried interest tax loophole, there is an area where there is bipartisan support, right? I mean, Donald Trump, uh, Senator Sanders, uh, former Secretary Clinton, uh, Jeb Bush, they all agree that billionaire hedge fund managers should pay the regular income tax on the income that they have from that carried interest. I've not heard anyone of any major political power agree disagree with that in public. I mean, I've heard a few things, oh, we have to make this part of a larger tax plan that has, that does many more things. So I think there are some people who would sort of prefer not to vote on it and not to talk about it. You know, I think they prefer to sort of put it off, you know, forever. But no one has really defended the uh, miscarried interest loophole in any sensible way. And this is something you'd like to see a, a vote on. It doesn't, you know, we don't need to wait for a presidential election. Uh, this is a simple issue. It can be decided because it has bipartisan support separate from some large reform package, and it doesn't, a tax reform package, and it doesn't need to wait until a presidential election to occur to have uh, such a vote on this particular loophole. Yeah, Congressman Sander Levin has submitted a bill to do just exactly that. And his bill is, you know, in the Ways and Means Committee and unlikely to get a vote. Do you, would you take somebody a bit more seriously if they, you know, specifically called for a vote on this, at least of those who are running for president? Um, I would think that would be a good thing. I'm not overly optimistic that Congress, you know, the House and the Senate, is going to actually pass small, you know, change in our tax code. But yeah, I'd like to see that. And yes, I would certainly be more in favor of any candidate who supported um, my position on this. Also, if just today, I, I mean, in a roundabout manner of speaking, I mean, now in 2015, the fall of 2015, if we close that loophole now, that would make America, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, $1.8 billion richer just by next year. So that, again, this is something not only very simple, this is something that would be very beneficial and something that would be very beneficial for people to tout uh, when they're up for re-election who aren't running for president, who are running in the it, House and the Senate. Yeah, it might even be more money than that. It's not you – know, I don't even think the Internal Revenue Service knows exactly how much money the change that Senator uh, – that Congressman Sandy Levin has proposed would make. It's, I, mean, I think it would be at least that much, if not more. And looking at the reviews of economists and, and, and people like yourself and your colleagues at Patriotic Millionaires and maybe outside of Patriotic Millionaires, um, Donald Trump's tax plan carries a hefty price tag, right? And that's not just by those who are left-leaning necessarily who feel that way. 
You mean Donald Trump's tax plan? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would lower the amount of revenue the government takes in substantially over the over the over the, each year. And I mean, some people, like Grover Norquist, would say, "Oh, that's a good thing. That's an advantage of his plan. We're supposed to lower the amount of money the government has, so when the government has less to spend. They'll do less stuff and provide less services. And since." If people don't like having a government provide services, well, maybe they're in favor of having the government have less money. I actually think that I was able to become wealthy because I took advantage of all of the things the government provides, like public education and interstate highways and all of the other things. So I think having a government is able to do things for people is a good thing. And that's our fundamental disagreement, I think. And just one last thing here, because, you know, you have said, look, uh, job creation is going to come when consumers are purchasing more products, when there's more demand for what you and the others out there are producing and and are selling. And Trump's tax proposals would reduce revenues by around $900 billion per year. That translates to about $9 trillion over a decade doing completely the opposite with what America needs, not only for a healthy economy, but certainly for job creation and for those in the middle and lower incomes to perhaps get from a lower income into middle class or you know, to get out of that one of those brackets at all. Yeah, and maybe even more. If, if they reduce the revenues of the government and, and decide instead of increasing the deficit to reduce the expenditures of the government, that would mean massive layoffs of people. And laying off enough people from the government to save almost a quarter of the budget would mean lots of people losing their jobs and lots of people not being able to go shopping and buy stuff from businesses. And it would be an effect which would cycle through the economy and be, you know, cause another major recession. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't want that to happen. Mr. Pearl, thank you. Yeah, oh, very much. We don't want to live through that again. Thank you, Mr. Pearl, for your time. I know you're quite a busy man. I thank you for joining us as chairman of the board of the Patriotic Millionaires, Mr. Morris Pearl. Thank you. Thank you, Leslie. This is great. Uh, we on Twitter uh, are uh, want you to follow all the people that we feel make a difference and can make a difference. You know what I really like? Um, my favorite quote is an anonymous author, and it says, To whom much is given, much is expected. And I feel that Mr. Pearl and the other patriotic millionaires are doing just that. And I really respect, commend, and admire them for doing so. Follow them on Twitter at Patriotic Mills. The website is patrioticmillionaires.org. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.